Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you're having an absolutely wonderful day today. And I wanted to get into something real quick. Is I've gotten a lot of emails of people asking me about D3, and it's basically importance on what's going on right now. And you guys, if you remember a ways back, I talked to you about a research study that was entitled Association Between Vitamin D and Novel SARS-CoV-2 Respiratory Dysfunction. And throughout the article, it basically said towards the end of the conclusion that the efficacy of vitamin D supplementation of a prevention remains to be fully determined, but a number of randomized controlled trials currently underway are actively investigating these potential benefits. And it went on pretty much to say that this is a really, really important thing to have is high levels of vitamin D in order for any viral infection to be fought off through your body. Well, now another research study that's been ongoing for quite some time now, and it's titled Revelance of Vitamin D3 and COVID-19 infections, and actually has 127 clinical references in it. And uh, the beginning, it says, a rigorous research into potential risk factors have highlighted some important contributors to the disease spread that may include age, obesity, diabetes, ethnicity, but also the potentially and possible risk factors can be undermined, as in the case with insufficient vitamin D blood levels. This can be attributed to the fact that vitamin D plays a pivotal role in the immune functions. This function of vitamin D can prove advantageous and warning about the consequences of COVID-19 disease. And then in the conclusion, it blatantly says... The available clinical data at this stage is still in its infancy, considering the disease to be the most recent findings. However, the large number of recent manuscripts do support the notion that vitamin D deficiency is related to COVID-19 disease. At the time of writing this article, clinical trials have been conducted on many more underway linking the impact of vitamin D supplementation and D3 levels with patients with COVID-19 disease. And until we find something conclusive, it would not be an exaggeration if we state that maintaining optimal balance levels of vitamin D3 is highly recommended considering its diverse benefits in our system. Guys, the research continues to come out more and more and more. So I encourage you, make sure you're keeping adequate levels of D3 in your body at all times. This is super, super important. But I want to start off with that article, Dad, because the more research that comes out, the more we realize how important D3 is. And other than that, good morning. And what do you think about that article? You know, Austin, it's it's 100% right. But, I, but I've got to caution people right now. And this is really, really important that we all understand this, is that D3 needs to be high in your body before you come down with COVID. Because D3 really helps to prevent what's called a, how should I say, cytokine storm in your body. We've talked about that in depth to prevent the lungs filling with fluid. The problem is if you have your lungs filled with fluid already, you're already having issues with COVID, you already have comorbidities, and you're in the hospital and they've got you on remdesivir, they're about to put you on a ventilator, it really doesn't matter if you take vitamin D3 at that point. be honest with you because you're already in a situation where you're in a cascading drop to basically dying. The vast majority of the people that are dying in hospitals now are not dying from COVID. They have very little viral particles left in them when they die. They're dying from the remdesivir, which is causing cascading organ failures, and they're dying from the ventilator, which is forcing oxygen to the lungs, which is causing acidosis in the tissues. I mean, this is a serious problem that we have right now that the treatment protocols being used are one of the primary causes of death in these people. 
you know, I've had, I've talked to nurses and they say that 90% of the people they end up on ventilators end up dying because of the ventilator damage and because of the remdesivir damage. So until they stop doing this basically as a eugenics bioweapon to kill the old people or the people that are obese or have health issues or are on social security, this isn't going to change. And we, the population of the United States, we have to stand up for all of this stuff because if we don't, what's going to end up happening is it's going to get worse and worse and worse as we see the fall season coming in with the flu. Now, yesterday I was talking to a good friend of mine, Carl, and we were talking about today's show. And today's show, we're going to go X-Files. Now, you think, well, yeah, wow, okay, so you're really going to do this. Yeah, I am. Uh, there's some things that I really haven't discussed with you in depth that I'm going to cover today, some things that you may not agree with. Some things that you may think are absolutely crazy, and quite frankly, there's some things that I'm about to tell you that are absolutely crazy too, and a lot of them cannot be vetted. So if you don't think they're accurate, then okay, I'm okay with that. If you think they are accurate, then okay, I'm all right with that too. But the reality is when we go X-Files, which we very rarely ever do on this show, it gets kind of deep on from a scientific jargon standpoint. So just stay with me because I'm going to tie it all back to Scripture today, but I want everybody just to – Get some notes out. Get some note paper out. But don't be doing it while you're driving down the road. You can talk to you and we'll listen to it later. It's on the archives. But here's the thing we've got to look at. You know, what's going on with this vaccine? Why are they putting graphene oxide in it? Why are they putting fetal cells in it? Why are they putting all other types of compounds that we don't even know about because the sheet of paper that comes with the vaccine injection is left blank intentionally because this is a, how should I say, experimental vaccine that they're putting into us that it can't really be called a vaccine which we've had so many times on the show it's an rna shot it's an mrna shot that's designed to change your genetics and produce spike proteins from, from your cells and it down regulates there's also a fragment of aids in there and fragment of sars in there and all kinds of other things they're doing from a genetic standpoint and we're going to talk about why they're doing that today but before we do that, because we're going to talk about demons today. Oh, yeah, we're going to go there. And, uh, you know, and say, well, what in the world are you going to talk about demons for? Okay, well, let's, let's go back to the scripture a little bit first because I need to cover some of this stuff with you because you got to know this stuff is real. You've got to know that demonic influence in our lives is real. You've got to know that Lucifer is real. I mean, heck, they've named Lucifer Ace, you know, after this light bearer. They've done all of this stuff. We've got quantum dots that are being used. We're going to talk about those today and luciferase that's being used in these vaccines. We've got the graphene oxide, which a lot of people feel maybe black goo. We're going to talk about all that today. So let's start with demons because it's all going to end up with demons. So we might as well start with demons and then we'll end up with the blood of Christ and how we overcome this stuff. It's so important that we basically pay attention to what the scripture says. You know, in James, they're talking about deeds and they're talking about faith. They're talking about all these different things. And then James chapter... Uh, Look at this. It says chapter, chap, James chapter 2, and it says basically, verse 18, it says, Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by my deeds. Verse 19, you believe that there is one God, good. Even the demons believe that and shudder. Okay, well, wow, James is talking about demons here. Well, let's look at Luke, let's look, let's, let, let's look at Luke, and let's look at the Luke chapter 8, and let's talk about Jesus driving out demons. They sailed, verse 26, they sailed to a region of the Geresnes, which is across the lake from Galilee, when Jesus stepped ashore and he was met by a demon-possessed man. Now, you know, i got to find it interesting here. You need to find it interesting, too, that they're talking about someone who's possessed by demons. 
Now, they said he came from the town. And for a long time, this man had not worn clothes. It means he's running around naked or lived in a house, which he's probably living outside or basically living in the tombs, it says. Then he saw Jesus. Now, listen to this. He saw Jesus. This is the Son of the Most High God, an exact image of God Almighty. So basically, he's seeing God, the Son, walking in a physical, earthly form. But he knew who he was. And listen to me. We all need to know who Jesus is. And this demon-possessed man cried out, and he fell at his feet. He walked up to Jesus, and he fell at his feet, shouting at the top of his lungs and top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I beg you, don't torture me. For Jesus had commanded the impure spirit to come out of the man. Many times it had seized him, and though he was chained hand and foot and kept under guard, he had broken his chains and had been driven by the demon into solitary places. Jesus asked him, what is your name? The demon-possessed man said, Legion, he replied, because many demons had gone into him. And they begged Jesus repeatedly not to order them to go into the abyss. large herd of pigs was feeding there on the hillside, and the demons begged Jesus to let them go into the pigs, and he gave them permission. Now, remember, they're listening to everything he says. When the demons came out of the man, they went into the pigs, and the herd rushed down a steep bank into the lake, and they were all drowned. Now, think about that for a second. That's how powerful Christ was that this man who was filled with a legion of demons fell at Jesus' feet. And we got to realize something, guys. You know, Mark 3.15 says, we have the authority to cast out demons as Christians. And Christians have been basically put into the back burner now, and they've been told that they're all about name it, claim it, blab it, grab it, and get more money and get more stuff because the Rothschild banking cartel, the satanic group that runs the central banks through the Kabbalist international Masonic lodges at the highest levels, infiltrated the Christian church and the Catholic church, including putting pedophiles into the Catholic church some 70, 80 years ago. And now we have the entire church and the entire Catholic church and the entire Protestant church and all the different churches completely and totally compromised. Wow. First Corinthians 10.21 says, You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot partake of the table of the Lord and the table of demons. Matthew 10.8. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. Freely you received, freely give. Mark 16.17. These signs will accompany those who have believed. In my name they will cast out demons. 1 Corinthians 10.20, no, but I say that these things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to demons and not to God, and I do not want you to become sharers in demons. Okay. Matthew 8.31, the demons began to entreat him, saying, if you are going to cast us out, send us into the herd of swine. Mark 5.12, the demons implored him, saying, send us into the swine. Acts 19.15, and the evil spirit answered and said to them, I recognize Jesus, I bet you do. I'm going to say it again. And the evil spirit answered and said to them, I recognize Jesus. I bet they will. And I know about Paul, but who are you? Matthew 12, 20, 45. Then it goes and it takes along with it seven other spirits more wicked than itself. And they go in and live there. And the last state of that man becomes worse than the first. That is the way it will also be with this evil generation. Revelation 16, 14. For they are spirits of demons performing signs which go out to the kings of the whole world. James 2.9, you believe that God is one, you do well. The demons also believe in shudder. We've already read that. Luke 10.17, the 70 return with joy, saying, even the demons are subject to us in your name, Lord. Wow. 
Mark 9.38, John said to him, Teacher, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we tried to prevent him because he was not following us. Acts 19.13, but also some of the Jewish exorcists who went from place to place attempted to name over those who had the evil spirits the name of the Lord, Jesus saying, I adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preaches. Now, I'm gonna, I could go on and on and on. I posted this on the website. I want you to know what it is. I want you to see what it was, and I want to go there because if you don't believe in demonic possession, then this X-Files show is going to be weird for you, and you're not going to get it. All right, But this is how we have to look at this today. Now, we have to understand something. These demons through the human sacrifices taking place all over our planet, and we've talked about this in depth before on this show, these demons through the abortion, through the ritual killing of children, through the ritual sacrifice and the drinking of blood and the use of adrenochrome. All of these entities, these demons, take the biophotons, which are the energy produced by our body and our mitochondria, and it literally sucks the life out of humans. This is part of the sacrificial network. This is what they're going to do with smart bust, and this is what they're going to do with biorobotics, and this is what they're going to do with the RNA that they put into us. Guys, listen to me. The RNA is basically a read-write unit. It basically allows an artificial intelligence to take control over you, and it creates a closed loop, and then it begins to rule. Let me explain to you what that means. RNA has been sprayed on us, and they did it in the Gulf War, and they tested it. And they, what they did, they, they spent billions of dollars in what they call optimizing cluster topology on how these units are arranged in order with one another in the best way to basically control a human being. They did it through basically smart dust and through spraying the Iraqi troops with chemtrails, if you want to call them that, or spraying them with smart dust or spraying them with synthetic RNA to allow them to be able to be controlled. This is how they've done this. This is what they've done. Because once you allow an artificial intelligence, which can be contained inside of the RNA or inside of the kill shot, to take over, it creates a closed loop at the other end. It begins to rule, and it becomes transhumanism. Then the human, out, then the human is lost. Reality is lost. And this is kind of turns into what we call the Matrix and the Terminator movies. We literally become bio-robots. Now you think, well, Ted, this is getting weird. Now, I told you it's going to go weird. I told you we're going full-blown X-Files today. I was going to play the X-Files music at the beginning of the show, but I thought, well, then someone will say we're breaking copyright violations <laughs> and we can't air the show anymore. So, But I want you to understand this is extreme genetic engineering. And scientists now have the ability to design and print human RNA and human DNA. And what happens is you can produce a certain light of a certain color. It can produce chemical solutions in the body. It can produce poison. It can do anything they want it to do after they've implanted it. In fact, the smart dust is so, how should I say, volatile. If they want it to be volatile, it would be almost like sending nanothermite. I'm not saying that that's what it is. Or basically C4 or some type of explosive in a smart dust form. They could literally put that into the spray. You could inhale it, and they could use some type of microwave energy field aligned to the right frequency, which would detonate it inside your lungs and start causing massive vascular damage. They could do all of this stuff. They have the technology to do it. It's in many of the NASA documents. In fact, in the NASA documents, they said they're also learning how to co-opt insects. Now, what the heck does that mean, co-opting insects? It's pretty weird, doesn't it? And that's why I wanted to share with you today because, you know, Carrie, Dr. Carrie, who was on our show just a few weeks ago, she did a big expose day, and she actually took some of the vials of you know these vaccines, these kill shots that they're giving us, and she found some strange-looking spider creature inside of it. Now, you know, it's very close to what they call Hydra vulgaris, which is a freshwater polyp. It's a small animal, 
basically it's a freshwater hydroid with a length from 10 millimeters to 30 millimeters with about one millimeter. And they have four to 12 tentacles that protrude from just the outside of their mouth. And they feed by extending their tentacles and waiting for food to touch the tentacles. Now, I find it interesting that when you watch that movie, Captain America, and they go back to the Nazis on the very first one, and they continued this theme throughout the entire Captain America series, that they call the bad guys the Nazis who were against the Nazis, who basically decided to do their own thing, who were basically satanic, Hydra. You guys remember that? Don't they always have to tell you what they're going to do in the movies? Don't they always have to think, why would they name it Hydra? And Because basically it says, well, you cut off one arm and we grow right back. That's what the Hydra does. It's kind of like a starfish. You cut off one of the tentacles, it'll grow back to another Hydra. And so why in the world do they put something in this that looks like a Hydra, and why were they covering and talking about that in Captain America? Well, I'm glad you're going to ask. We're going to talk about that today. You have all kinds of different applications that you can use with the RNA and DNA. You can basically you can produce light of defined color. You can create chemical substances, and you can also recreate digital sequences of the human, human genome. And this stuff is being sprayed on supposedly since 2003, and so it can, t- can continue in your body as long as you're alive. And some people sound, are now saying that this RNA, and I read you the article the other day from Harvard that says the fragments of this can be incorporated into your DNA and change you permanently for all the generations to come. So, you know, this is, you know, how they're doing this and how they're getting this into our body, and apparently that wasn't efficient enough doing it with the chemtrails and giving us all these diseases and loading us up with barium and strontium and aluminum for the stuff that we breathe. And now you say, for those new listeners, you're saying, well, how do you know there's really aluminum and barium inside of these chemtrails or these this geoengineering and you see these white streaks growing across the sky? Well, because I actually tested the water twice. I took two samples separately, six months apart sent them into the laboratory and had them analyzed for barium and aluminum. And the barium and aluminum was so high in both water samples that were rainwater samples, supposed to be pure, like distilled water, and we have no power plants around us or coal-burning furnaces around us, none of that. And it was right after the rainstorms hit Florida twice and, and after we had heavy chemtrail spraying. And both of these samples were so high in aluminum and barium, they weren't safe to drink according to EPA standards for human beings. Now, you say, well, there, there could be another reason. Okay, look, if you're there... If, if you're there and you've got to say, I'm going to argue with you about that, then you need to go ahead and just turn off this show right now because all you're going to do when I keep going is get more and more hacked off. So, so if you're already hacked off and you don't believe they're spraying us with geoengineering, that NASA hasn't released entire papers on this and they haven't taught entire classes at the Air Force Academy on this and they haven't been doing this all the way back to Vietnam with geoengineering to flood the Ho Chi Minh Trail, then you need to do some research. Because this show we're doing today, it ain't for you. <laughs> Just let you know that in advance. you got to get that one to start with. And we need to understand that you could also change people by, you know, optically through flicker rates. You see this on TV and everything else. And then we have the synthetic RNA DNA. It could actually infiltrate our systems, connects into our cells. And that with this information and this technology was tested in the Gulf War when they optimized the cluster topology. They spent $10 billion to do that, by the way. And what it does, it turns you into a bio-robot when they get enough of the stuff into you because the RNA clusters, they carry an artificial intelligence or they can't carry an artificial intelligence. And they can also be in the air. They can be in the smart dust. They can get in your cells. All of this stuff is basically part of this transhumanistic thing they're trying to do. Now we got to get into the really weird stuff, and we're going to talk about Morgellons. And we got to talk about what Morgellons really is. And we need to realize that all of this stuff is about demonic 
infiltration into our bodies. That's why I read you all of the scripture at the beginning. And then, by the way, I posted that on the website again. You guys can go look them up. There's a lot more, a lot more. Remember in the Old Testament, they were constantly offering their children to these demons, to Asherah, Moloch, and Baal. In fact, it got so bad because these Israelites that had come out of Egypt had gotten so wrapped up in the satanic imagery and the gods of the nations that they had conquered that they fell. They really did. They became unbelievable corrupt, and they were passing their own children through the fire, sacrificing them to Moloch and to Baal. Then God finally got to a point where he had enough of it, and he basically had, had them, had, had them you know, dispersed throughout the entire world because he, he got, he, he, Israel was no more. He'd had enough of it. Remember, th- these were God's chosen people when they came out of Israel, uh, out of Egypt. Remember, this is the covenant he had made with Abraham. But they would not stop allowing this demonic influence in their lives. And we're going to talk about that right now. And we need to understand something that the CIA in its basic form is, is magic inspired. It's like it's Parsons, you know, who started NASA, was responsible for NASA. He was a, an occultist. He was a Satanist and he did all kinds of occult rituals. And he was basically involved with Aleister Crowley, who was another occultist and, all, and L. Ron Hubbard, who was another occultist who started the Church of Scientology. All of these people work together. I know I'm giving you guys a lot of information if you're listening for the first time, but guys, just do your own research on everything I'm telling you. You're going to find out that I'm 100% right on all of this stuff. And remember, <laughs> Crowley was also an agent for the for the MI for MI6 for the British Secret Service during World War II, and so he was also working with the British government. So this ties together all of it. It ties to spiritual, it ties to demonic, it ties to government, it ties to Rothschild banking cartels, it ties this group of people that are the Kabbalists and the Luciferians along with the high-level Masonic leaders. It ties them all together into the group that's controlling the planet. And I've told you this before. It's always the ancient worshipers of the ancient Canaanite gods that do everything. They took down Building 7. They took down the trade towers. They're the ones that have basically forced all of these kill shots into Israel because they don't like the Jews any more than they like the Christians any more than they like the Hindus or the Buddhists. This is the synagogue of Satan, the Bible calls it in the book of Revelation. They claim to be Jews in many cases, but they are not. You know, Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton aren't Jews. Soros claims to be a Jew, but I'm sure he's not. I'm sure he's the synagogue of Satan. So is Henry Kissinger. And so is Benjamin Netanyahu. All of these people are working in concert together to allow the planet to be going to go back to Genesis chapter 6. Where every thought of every man was evil all the time. Why? Because the photonic energy that's put out as far as from that frequency band of negativity and hatred and bitterness and wars and killing and murder, apparently these demons like to eat it. We've done entire shows on that and how they have to use that as their sustenance. And so we have this happening right now with the photonic energy that we're releasing that's feeding these demons. But let's talk about a little bit more. The CIA is a black magic inspired organization. It also is basically the Institute of Human Relations that was started in 46. We can talk about the Tavistock and the CIA and the Office of Naval Intelligence. And then we need to realize we can look at the black magic institutions in Silicon Valley, Singularity University, Google headquarters, NASA headquarters are all on the same street there. This is the Black Brotherhood. They're actually on the same street there in California. They all work together because they're all tied together. I'm sure they have interconnecting cables and transfer of information back and forth. And, we, and the NSA knows the CIA uses black magic. Heck, the CIA used to have witches on payroll. They used to do all kinds of soul travel and all kinds of other things. So be very, very, very careful when you get involved with people who start promoting New Age philosophies. There's one other person I can mention right now, but I'm not going to mention their name online. 
and they give you about 80% truth, and they're a new ager. They have all kinds of weird stuff with the stars and the heavens and all this other stuff they talk about all the time, and they go into this philosophy that's basically completely and totally new age, but they tell you what's going on, and why do they do that? Because they have to. For some reason, we've got some kind of cosmic chess match set up. Uh, apparently, there was a trial of Lucifer, some theologians say, you know, in the book of Genesis, in which he was basically, you know, convicted by God, and there were certain rules laid in the place as far as with Adam, and, and, you know, the, and, the, and the Satan would basically strike Adam's heel, but, you know, he would get his head crushed. And, you know, and all of these different things happen that we're not really made privy to, but something happened there in the very beginning in the garden that it doesn't go into detail with. Now, the book of Enoch goes into a lot more detail on Genesis chapter 6. But the reality is there's certain things that are going on right now that seem to be in some type of format that we don't really understand, but it's all laid out as far as, how should I say, it's all very um, – very, it's, it's laid out very organized, and God has a specific plan laid out, and he, he outlined that plan in the book of Genesis. And so we've got to understand that when God inserted himself as Jesus Christ into the timeline 2,000 years ago, he did that to deliver us from the evil one, because God saw being omnipresent that that was the only way it could be done. So that's why he basically sacrificed himself for us. I'm going to talk more about that in a few minutes, about the blood of Christ. And we need to understand what God did for us on Calvary. But guys, listen to me. All of this stuff is basically scalar technology and scalar application of energy fields and quantum mechanics and also interdimensional entities and interdimensional levels. Yesterday, I, I played a show for you guys specifically, which talked about quantum entanglement, and it talked about CERN and the threshold, all of that stuff on yesterday's show. It's probably one of the best shows we've ever done. And the reason I played that show yesterday so that you guys would have some type of primer today as far as what we're talking about now. There's a containment vessel. There's a containment wall that basically separates our energy field or our dimension from another dimension. And they're trying to breach this containment wall to allow these entities to travel freely back and forth into our dimension. I mean, these people in CERN are no good. And I've talked about in depth before how they have the goddess Shiva or the goddess of destruction, a huge statue of her outside of CERN. And how just a few years ago they had a, quote, they said mock human ritual and a human blood sacrifice of an individual out in front of this god, this statue. Now think about that for a second. And I've, I've said this before and I'll say it again. They said when they were basically caught on camera and it went viral globally, as did that, that tunnel ceremony did over in Switzerland. And when they got caught supposedly, you know, sacrificing a human and they said it was basically a joke and they didn't really do it. They said they had gotten drunk. The scientists got drunk and went out and sacrificed a human, you know. And my response is this. Yeah, that, that's what we all do. We go out all the time and we get drunk and we go pretend like we have mock human sacrifices and kill people. No, no, no. This thing is satanic to the very, very core and we need to realize that. Now, what they want to do is they want to use Morgellons, and they want to use the ability to create an antenna inside of you. Now, we're going to go a little bit weird here for a second, and we need to realize that when they put these structures in you and they put this piezoelectric crystal stuff in you through the smart dust, that it, it creates a 260 nanometer wavelength, and that absorbs UV light. Now, I'm going to explain to you why all of these plants and all these orange trees have died from all of this stuff they've sprayed down here. When the crystal at 260-degree nanowave length absorbs UV light, 
it absorbs the cell division signals in the plants, which means the cells stop basically reproducing, they stop multiplying, and they start dying. This same frequency, again, is where plants cause cell division. Therefore, the plant stops growing and then it dies. When combined with aluminum in the soil, which is unbelievably toxic, the plants die. This is just the chemistry behind why these trees and plants are dying all over the world right now. Now, let's step it back for one second. Let's go back to mad cow disease. I'm going to tie all of this together in a second. You go back to mad cow disease. You say, how does that happen? Well, the primary cows that came down with mad cow disease have been injected with mercury as vaccines as basically the sterilant component. And the vaccine destroyed the nerves. And these cows were deficient in copper. And they were also being given all these nanocrystals in the food and the grass they were eating that was being sprayed from the chemtrails. And this lack of copper causes the nerves to deteriorate. The mercury destroyed the nerves. And then what ended up happening is the body used the next metal it could find, which was the barium and the strontium, and it forms an antenna to electromagnetic fields which creates a new connecting point that is piezoelectric. So this allows a direct input through the nerves via the central nervous system. Now you say, what the heck did you just say, Ted? Here's what they did. They had to make you a bioantenna. They had to be able to connect you into the 5G, 6G matrix. This is how they did it. They basically injected you and gave you so much barium and strontium that they allowed it to tie into your central nervous system, which created a connection that allowed it to be basically energized by your own body's electrical output, which allowed them to tie you into the grid. This is what they've done. And so this is tied in via the central nervous system. And then they can tie into you using military radar or whatever they want to use, or they can basically scan you from the 25,000 satellites that they're putting into orbit through the 5G, 6G system. This is what it does. When you inhale this stuff and when you get these injections, it turns you into a controllable technical unit. Okay, it's kind of like with in the unless like for instance, if you get if you have your thyroid and your thyroid gets exposed to radiation and you don't have enough iodine in your system, your thyroid will absorb this stuff and you become you get a, you get a thyroid cancer. The same thing happened to the central nervous system. These cattle were basically poisoned with mercury from the vaccines, and they basically had massive deterioration of their nervous system, including the stripping of the myelin sheath from the nerves, and they started shaking. They basically had to be put down and killed. It was all because of the mercury injections. Well, guess what? Since the 80s now, they've been putting mercury in these shots with children, and they've injected a whole generation of people with mercury and toxic heavy metals. Same thing happens if you get tatted up. Okay, I went there, didn't I? Okay, let me stop for a second. When you put tattoos on your body, they contain heavy metals. That's how they make the ink have colors. And this heavy metal stuff is being put directly into your bloodstream with the tattoos. That's why you bleed when you get tattoos. That's probably one of the reasons that God told you not to get tattoos in the Old Testament. Now, I'm not going to go there and fuss at you guys if you've got a tattoo, because I'm sure when you did this, you didn't know you did it. Just the point is, now you do know that, so you probably don't need to get any more tattoos you know, according to what Ted said today, if you don't want to believe that, then you go back to the Word of God and you can read that. But guys, it's really important to understand that what they're also doing is they've taken Morgellons, which are nanotags, and they found they've looked at these the Morgellons fibers and they pulled them out, and they found that they've got animal skin, that they got they got reptile skin. They've got insect skin. They've got fragmented skins as part of them that have spikes on them. Remember what I told you about NASA? said they were going to co-opt the insects, and now all of a sudden we have people with Morgellons. Now, let me tell you about Morgellons real quick. These are self-replicating hollow fibers that can actually read your DNA and transfer it into a radio signal to broadcast into this 5G, 6G network. 
Now, if you don't have heavy metal toxicity in your body, it's very difficult for the Morgellons to grow because the Morgellons actually has a tendency to attract and to absorb the mercury and the heavy metals in your body. The problem is when you're toxic with this stuff, it gets really bad, and these things start coming out of your skin. And, of course, then you're diagnosed with parasite disorder that you basically are imagining that you have blue and red fibers coming out of your skin. Wait a minute. You can see them. <laughs> okay? You can pull them out with tweezers. But you're crazy because you say that you're, you, you got this stuff happening to you, and they can pull them out of your skin, and you can see them, but you're nuts. Well, why don't you explain first why I've got red and blue fibers coming out of my skin? That's really kind of important, is it, before you tell me that I'm nuts and I'm itching. I feel like i got insects crawling through me. We're going to go there right now with what Carrie saw in her microscope. Now, but let's, go, let's go a little bit deeper into this. Now, what we need to realize is that when you have these blue fibers and these red fibers, that these are types of what they call quantum dot colors, they can become, and they can become, self-assembling nanobots. And when you see these things inside of your body and they're exposed to a UV light or exposed to a radio signal or to a microwave signal, they actually light up and glow. They can glow red. They can go blue. These are quantum dots. This is the same technology that's now being used on quantum dot TVs. There's a new one on the market right now. It's a 120-inch quantum dot TV. It says it's an incredible color. It's unbelievably bright, unbelievably vivid. This is the technology. They have it. Don't pretend like they don't have this. This all goes back down to quantum physics and electron-sized particles. They have the technology to manufacture this stuff, and we need to understand that they're using it, and they're also using it inside of you. And these red dots and these green dots, they're basically in these blue dots. Many times, these are quantum dot colors that are being used by self-assembling nanobots inside of your system. These are piezoelectric crystals that are praised, that are sprayed onto you and absorbed, can also be injected into you, and they shift up frequency by converting microwave to biodigestible light. It sends light into the DNA. It reads out the information of the DNA, like exactly who you are because of your energy field and your frequency. This is processed by the Morgellons antenna, and then it's processed by the intelligence community to read out our state of mind and our DNA. You can also insert energy through HARP and through the antenna field, like the twin towers, to control our minds and make us do all kinds of stupid stuff. In other words, say, well, I don't know why I did that. I just did it. Well, you may be actually under some influence of some energy field. Because remember, if you read the book, The Men Who Stare at Goats, they said that certain energies can be basically, how should I say, digitized. And they have certain frequency associated with them, like hatred or love or compassion or being sleepy or severe depression. And if they broadcast this through their systems of towers, by the way, don't we have 5G and 6G towers everywhere? Didn't they put them up under Donald Trump, who gave out billions of dollars to expand the 5G, 6G network while we were sleeping in lockdown? <laughs> don't give that guy a break, guys. He's right in the middle of this with the rest of these guys. And, you know, he's part of it. So we need to understand that this stuff's in place now. The infrastructure is in place. That's why I've told you a hundred times. We ain't getting nuked. They're not going to nuke the planet. They're going to basically use the stuff against us and to control us. It's very important that we understand that. You know, in Genesis chapter 6, every thought was evil all of the time. I personally believe it's because the 
pyramids, and there were thousands of them, were placed on top of magnetic ley lines with water moving through these crevices in the in the in underneath these magnetic ley lines at sometimes 200 meters per second, changing its molecular field, glowing blue, putting out a energy field, and it created an energy around the planet which allowed Lucifer to become omnipresent so that everybody's thoughts could be evil all the time because he was transmitting the proper frequency to them to have these negative thoughts in human sacrifice and on and on and on. They want that back. These demons want the old world order back because, remember, they didn't go anywhere. They just got beat down, and then we have authority over them, and we're going to talk about that in a few minutes when we talk about the blood of Christ. But let's go back now real quick, and let's talk about the Morgellons and the nanotags. And what they found is that in many cases that when you see the stuff inside of your body, they're kind of like a fruiting body. Okay, here we go, X-Files, which means they kind of reproduce kind of like a mushroom does. And they start popping out other little morgellons and other little things out of their body. Now we go back to this hydra in the body, this, 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 this parasitic thing that they're injecting into us that could be alien technology. Yeah, did I say that? Which now remember. Alien technology is simply demonic technology. You know, we have to understand that. We can't pretend like, you know, we make those two words synonymous. Make the alien, the extraterrestrial, the fallen angels, the demons synonymous. Make it all tie together in your mind. So when you hear somebody say something, you know, in the news about aliens or about spaceships, you need to realize that these guys are not from around here, but they've been here before. They've been here for a lot of eons of time. The problem is, is that back in the 30s and the 20s and all the rest of these people, even with Hitler and the Viril Maidens, they tied into an interdimensional interface, and they were given all kinds of advanced technology in order to create better weapons to kill people. They were given all kinds of information. You know, you went from Wilbur Wright and the Wright brothers 120 years ago to an F-22 Raptor. Yeah, in 100 years? I don't think so. But we were given this technology from Roswell. Read the book, The Day After Roswell by Colonel Corso. That'll tighten you up. But the reality is nobody wants to talk about this. Read Helluride, basically the money mafia. He's, he, former, he was one of the former prime ministers, top cabinet-level positions in Canada. Always, he's, I think he was Secretary of Defense up in Canada. Read what they write. Read what they say. These guys aren't making this up. Read Paul Craig Roberts. <laughs> Paul Craig Roberts, I mean, this guy's brilliant. And he writes all kinds of articles, and he talks about a lot of this stuff, but he doesn't get into demonic stuff. But he talks about who's involved and who who's doing it and why they're doing it. But let's go back to this fruiting body. What happens is this stuff, this hydra organism, it has the potential of duplicating and replicating itself inside of the body because we know if you break it into pieces, it all grows back. But it also has the ability to basically produce polyps to grow itself. Now, here's where it gets really strange. A lot of people believe, and some scientists believe, and some people think about the archons that were talked about in thousands and thousands of years ago. It's like the Bible talked about the demons, but they called them archons. Now, I'm not going to go there because, you know, these demons have been called a lot of things. They've been called Quetzalcoatl. They've been called Baal. They've been called Asher. They've been called Moloch. They've been called Einsoft. They All these different names for the same types of entities. Got to get that right first. Don't say anything about, well, it's the archon. Don't go there. Just forget that. Just remember, it's just part of the nomenclature that this group of entities has been given. And they call them the archons. And what they said was, here it goes, that these are spider-like creatures with human faces. Whoa. Now, I don't know if this thing that Carrie saw had a human face. I didn't see a close-up of the doggone face of this thing. I just saw this thing that looked like a spider that was alive, and it looked like it was self-aware, staring back through the microscope at Carrie when she was looking at it. 
this is some weird stuff, guys. Now, I normally wouldn't have gone here with this except for what Carrie discovered in the microscope. And Carrie is a friend of mine, and Carrie's been on the show. And she's talked about this, and she's got a lot of credibility. And she goes into the frequencies of matter and all types of other things that she did not discuss on our show that day. So we need to understand that we have top-level scientists that have been discussing this for a long, long time. And we have top-level periodicals and research articles that talk about bioluminescence and other types of creatures and all kinds of things and how they glow. All of this stuff, and I've read you the different research articles that you can look up online. That, and I'm going to have Sharon post you a picture that you can look up if you're on the Instagram. Go to the, make sure you sign up for the ST Brower, ST Brower, B-R-O-E-R, Instagram, and I'll give you a bunch of references that you can look up on this. But we need to understand that when these fruiting bodies start to reproduce, Here's what may happen, X-Files. Take it or leave it. Don't care at this point on this particular topic. They actually start sucking light photons out of the body as they're reproducing inside of you. And as they reproduce inside of you, start sucking light photons, they have what's called the interdimensional change. They transfer up to a different dimension, and they become invisible inside of your body. And at that point, they start to inhabit you and start to reproduce at a different level, but still inside of you, connecting into your DNA. Because remember, part of our DNA resides in an interdimensional interface, and they continue to suck the life out of you. And this is the group of entities that basically cohabit, according to some authors, human beings, which the Bible talks about and how they do it. For we are legion and we are many. What? Why was that put in the Bible? Because they were legion and they were money, and they basically you know, kneel down to Christ. Why did they kneel down to Christ? Because he's the most high God. He even said, they even said that. And so the thing about that you've got to get is this. If we don't understand that we have authority as Christians over this stuff, then, then we're lost. And this is what they've done to the Christian churches, isn't it? They've taken our ability, our ability to change literally the fabric of time space, and they've changed all of that to allow these entities that change inside of us, basically, that have human faces that look like spiders, which that seems really weird to me. That's X-File stuff, so take it or leave it. And then we find out that these things have insect parts, and they're doing all kinds of weird things in our body. So we have to ask ourselves a question. Why are they doing this? Well, because they're demonic, and they're tying themselves into our system, into our energy field to feed themselves. This, again, is what human sacrifice is all about. But remember, these things then become connected into a quantum computer. Then an artificial intelligence takes over, which then is tied into an interdimensional interface, which allows Lucifer to become omnipresent again. This can insert neurolinguistic programming into the human race and make everything negative all of the time. They then can control the entire field, which creates the energy field around the planet. That's what they did with the pyramids. You know, and these demonic entities know that Christians can control the very fabric of space-time by our praying. That's why they don't want us to pray. They want to turn everything upside down. This quantum computer at that point only picks up more and more war, more and more negative stuff, so it manipulates the field around the planet like they did with the pyramids, you know, and they start basically allowing more and more human sacrifice, more and more satanic sacrifice, and all of a sudden we become unbelievably negative and our thoughts are evil all the time, like it says in the Bible. And Jesus said it's going to be like that again when he returned. That's why Jesus says, think on the good. Think on what's from above. Thank God all the time. Walk in love, which is the perfect energy field that we all need to be working in. You know, have you guys ever had this happen to you? You get up in the morning, 
and your wife says something to you and it just ticks you off or your husband says something to you and it just ticks you off. And all of a sudden you start arguing and all of a sudden you have a really, really negative energy field and it affects you all day long. It always affects you throughout the day. This is what they want you to do. You know, this is what transhumanism is going to be all about. It's going to be inspired by this AI connected in the Lucifer's layer into an interdimensional interface. Remember what the guy said who developed the D-Wave computer? Standing before the altar of an alien god. I'll say that so you can probably understand it this time. It was like I was standing before the altar of an alien god. What the heck? And then they start talking about the old ones, the ancient ones. I mean, this is some weird stuff we've covered on the show before. And these Satan worshipers basically say to these demons, you know, let me participate in your power, and they'll serve them. They sell their souls to Lucifer. The Hollywood music industry is a perfect example. It's obvious. Look at this Kabbalistic teaching. It shows up how to call up demons, perform rituals. It's right out of the Zohar, how to feed to these demonic entities through basically <laughs> their, their sacrifices and in turn basically feed these demons and Lucifer and allow this physical reality to change to accommodate the witches of the person of the person who's doing the ritual. In other words, they get real rich. They start getting their, their yachts, their 600-foot and 1,000-foot personal yachts and their fleet of jets. Oh, yeah. How about these TV evangelists that are telling you that God's an hermaphrodite, that Jesus is an hermaphrodite, that Adam is an hermaphrodite? Yeah, that are all transgenders. And they've got their fleet of private jets. They claim to be billionaires. Yeah. Are they all tied into this? You bet you. Because you. a lot of these top-level evangelicals who are, quote, super unbelievably wealthy at the highest levels, these guys are Masonic leaders in the 33-degree Masons. And they've given their souls and their hearts and their life over to Lucifer, the light bearer. That's what they've done, including some of the top evangelists. Just want you to know that. They're not even Christians. That's why they bring you all this false teaching of devils and doctrines of devils. A lot of it was taught by Kenyon back in the 1800s. All of this stuff I've covered on the show in depth and detail. But we've got to realize something here. This is why so many people get this, and they go, you got to get it. You know, Greater is he who is in us than he's in the world, because we're not of this world. You know, we've been set apart. When you accept Christ Jesus as your Savior, this game is over. You win automatically. Yeah, I spoke at a funeral here recently, and I said to the folks there that were basically you know, crying and squalling and carrying on, I said, look, I said, I mean, I got up and spoke. They ask us for, you know, inter, you know, basically people speaking who, who who knew the person who had died. And I said, wait a minute. I said, you know, this man's not dead. He just left his body. I said, he's, a, he's up in heaven with God. I said, you know, we are here. He's not. I said, you know, this is just a, you know, a lesson here that we're doing to say, to show respect to him. And one of the people got up and they said, I got to read a poem. And they started on this unbelievably negative, horrible poem. And I thought, wait a minute. Wait a minute. If you're a Christian and someone dies and they go to another energy field, which we would call heaven, what are you complaining about? We all get to go there if we serve the Most High God through Jesus. There's no sting in death. There's no victory in death. There's no such thing as death for us. Once you get that, you're going to see funerals as a totally different thing. You're going to understand what God did for us through Calvary. Guys, listen to me. It's important that we understand that we have authority over all of this. I don't care if it's some hydra they inject in you. I don't care what they do to you. That's what prayer is all about. That's what words about. That's what thoughts are all about. You know, we literally can control the fabric of space time by the words we preach. The Bible says that. Ask whatever you want in my name, it shall be given unto you. All of these things are here for us, but we as Christians don't take authority. They were given to us by the creator of the universe. We've got to understand that. We have to reestablish control. 
over this reality that we have that we call the United States of America, or we call Australia, because I know a lot of you guys in Australia are listening right now, or we call England, or we call Germany. We have to get this demonic influence off this group of people that run this planet. This is who runs the planet. This is who controls the politicians. What do you think Jeffrey Epstein was doing in his altar, in his temple, on his island, and why were thousands of girls involved in his sex trafficking ring, and only a few dozen have come forward, and they can't find out what happened to the rest of them? Question? They're probably dead. Or just sold in the sex slave trafficking ring, and when they were all used up, they killed them. They sacrificed them. Guys, this is the way the world works right now with these demonic entities controlling everything. But we have authority over it. We really do. We have to understand that, you know, we have given control to the government, you know, because we voted for them. And by doing so, we get to blame shift, don't we? We have given control to our pastors, haven't we? Hey, you, I'm talking to you right now, my friends. I love you. Haven't you given control to your pastor? You don't need your pastor. I'm, I'm going to say something. I've had enough of all of this stuff. When Jesus Christ died on Calvary, that curtain that was in the Holy of Holies was ripped in two that separated, quote-unquote, God from man, and only the priests could go in there, and only once a year. And that curtain was ripped in half because we no longer have to go through a priest or a pastor to go directly to the throne room of God because Jesus is our high priest because he died for us, and we are in blood covenant with him. Don't allow your pastor to allow you to blame shift. It's no good. It's not, it's not, it's not even accurate. And I, am I saying not to go to church? No, we need to go to church. The Bible says don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together. But does that mean you need to give them apostolic authority over you? And if they say something stupid like go get an abortion, go do it? No. Where the pastor shows up, you know, with his big new fancy tattoo on the platform and you go, should we go get tattoos down? The answer is no. I don't care who the pastor is. They should be following the word of God. And if they're not, yeah, you need, you need to look for another church. I'm telling you that. But don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together. In other words, get together with your Christian groups in your home if you need to. Have Christian prayer with your fellowship with your friends. You know, last year we had people from all over the country come down. My 65th birthday party. And it was, it was a Christian party. I mean, we didn't have a bunch of booze and drinking there. We didn't have any of that stuff. You say, well, are you saying having a beer is bad? No, I didn't say that. But getting drunk's bad. You know, every once in a while I have a beer. It's not a big deal. But you don't go out and get drunk. It's really important that you understand. You can't. Yesterday, I talked to my brother, and you know he's been an alcoholic his entire life. And I asked him, I said, "Why in the world have you self-medicated with alcohol your entire life?" He kind of stops and said, "Well, I really hadn't thought about it." But he was born during World War II, saw some horrible stuff happen, and it affected him. But you don't have to do that. We can have a new life. A new world, a new everything through Christ. We've got to realize that. But we've given control to the government and to our pastors. Then the government gives controls to the military, industrial complex that, you know, that Eisenhower, who I did not like, warned us about. And the military gives control to the intelligence community, who gives control to the black magicians at the highest level of the bankers, who give control to the demons. And then all of a sudden that controls back into the AI computer, and that goes all the way back into Lucifer's lair so that he can be omnipresent. But guys, listen to me. You know, we've been sanctified by the blood of the Lamb. When Christ came for us, he was in God's image himself. And when Cain killed Abel, Abel's blood cried out. And it says in Hebrews that when Christ died on the cross, that his blood cried out. Remember, 
he's an omnipresent being, which means his blood cries out for all eternity. He's, he's an eternal sacrifice for your sin. Since God is omnipresent, if he doesn't wear a watch, no time exists for him. He's beginning and the end. When his blood, the blood of Jesus, was spilled on the cross, his blood through cellular communication, through light photons, if you want to use the vernacular for science, through scalar waves, through the double helix Tesla step-up coil that basically, using today's vernacular, broadcast his perfect cellular DNA frequency throughout time space continually forever because he's omnipresent for all eternity to restore our DNA. This is why the, the book of Hebrews says that the spilling of Jesus' blood covers us forever. we got to get that. His DNA transmitter, his, his energy field that's being spilled from his blood, literally cries out through all of the dimensions of time space, rewriting our DNA to bring us back to that of God. When we accept Jesus Christ, our DNA is literally rewritten and restored by God Almighty himself. We become the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus. Through Christ's sacrifice and the spilling of his blood is why our sins are forgiven as far as the east is from the west. This is why God no longer remembers them because we are forgiven by the love of the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. This is how much God loves us. That when we accept Christ Jesus through faith, he literally rewrites our DNA and we're restored to him in his dimension. And the mark of the beast, you know, most likely rewrite the human DNA. Is that the vaccine? I don't know. Could it be the vaccine? I don't know. Probably. I don't know. Because this DNA rewrites our DNA back to that of the fallen one. That's why we cannot accept the mark of the beast. That's why there's, if there's any possibility this vaccine is the mark of the beast, we can't take it. We can't do it. We have to just avoid all of that. We don't want to be part of this trans-demonism, this transhumanism. We don't want to be any of that. Because remember, the reason that Lucifer runs around as a roaring lion because he's so angry is because these fallen ones cannot stop the blood of Christ, this, this DNA of Christ, from doing continual DNA repair for all eternity. That's why they're so angry. They're running around seeking those who, may may devour, who they may devour. But listen to me. Give us sanctified by the blood of Jesus. He may not devour you. You're saved for all eternity. Your name's been written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Listen to me, friends. I want to cover this on the show today, but I want to give you hope. We serve the Most High God. We serve Jesus. We're led by the Holy Spirit. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. That's why he told us this. So it doesn't matter if they inject a spider into you. Here's the thing. Don't let them inject a spider into you. How about that? How about we don't let them inject whatever the heck this thing is into you, this whatever alien technology it may be? How about we just continue to serve the Most High God, and we stand our ground, like Ephesians says, no matter else, we got to stand. I love you guys. I appreciate you. I know it's been a wild show today. This was an X-Files broadcast brought to you by the Ted and Austin Brower Show. But, guys, always remember, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. I pray for you this morning. I love you guys. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Absolutely. And, I mean, as we see a lot of this stuff going on right now, that's why we continue to encourage everybody, keep the faith strong. Keep your strength as far as where you need it and make sure by all means you're continuing to stand up for your convictions. I've gotten email after email of so many people now that are in, you know, communist states, so to speak, and dealing with these communist businesses. And they're trying to figure out what to do and what direction to go. And my response is always continue to maintain your convictions on this. Never let anybody tell you that you don't have a right to your beliefs or you don't have a right to consent or you don't have a right to say no once you start going down that slippery slope there's no turning back 
And that's why I've told people it's your personal responsibility to maintain your health. It's your personal responsibility to maintain your family's health, especially if you're, you're a parent or you're head of the household. And it's so important that people continue to get the truth out there and be vocal about it. You know, I mean, it's even when you're out in public and you don't have to be belligerent. You don't have to be one of those people, you know, running around yelling. That's not good either. Then you just look like a moron. But if somebody says something or you're engaged in something, you're having a conversation, speak your mind about it. If you're convicted about something, speak your mind about it, especially when it comes to what we're seeing right now. We're in a war right now for our children. They're going after the kids right now. They've made that very clear. So it's so important. We have to do everything we can to protect them and also maintain their health. That's why I brought that article up earlier about the D3. That's why we have the children's D3 liquid you can use. We have the children's multiple chewable we can use. Everything we can do, I continue to put it out there the best we can with the highest quality supplements to maintain the optimal health for our customers and our personal family. So thank you again for the support of Health Masters. If you guys need anything at all, be sure to contact us, healthmasters.com. Lots of specials on the website right now, so be sure to check them out. And again, thank you for forwarding our show. And we have the different article, news articles, basically the links on the website as well. You can be sure to check those out, healthmasters.com. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.